1: Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger
2: Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow right here
1: on Rutgers radio USA. USA. I'm Roger Iles. I'm Leo Isles, And we are... The, the Derriers. We're driving up and down the roads of America, just picking up music out of the ditches and finding all those great tunes to play for you on the radio. It's everywhere. It's just everywhere. everywhere. You just, we just stumble over it. And sometimes you just back into it. That's true. You know? Well, of
2: course, that's what we do, because we, we are the Derriers. And... We, we back, back up. up. That's yes, what we, we do. do. Yeah. yeah. So people ask us. They say, "Dariers, exactly what is Americana music?" Well, I think it's a really good question. Well, and, yeah. There's a lot of definitions, and then there's ours. You're right. That's right. Yeah. And for our purposes, we say that Americana music is music with distinctive distinct American, American roots. roots. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And that's a broad palette oh, right well, there's
2: there. a lot of music in there. I mean, it could be Western. It could be rock and roll. It could be rhythm and blues. It could be classical. It could be pop. It could be jazz. It could be opera.
1: Swing. Creole. Cajun. Cajun's good. It's whatever we say. It yeah. is as it's, long as it was all good, kinds of stuff. Good American roots. That's yeah. what we're going to play. And the
2: format of the show is that uh, we show up each week, uh, each of us with a virtual fistful of tunes, and we do not disclose we them to the other don't discuss it. No, that's against the rules, right, right. there. Uh, up until that moment, and we take turns starting the show. And I started last week, so Leo.
1: You are up this week. I'm not going to mess around too much. I'm going to get right into it right awesome. here. Okay, I met this gal many years ago. I think I've known Missy Rains for probably 25 or 30 years. Oh, I don't know. She's awesome. She is so awesome, man. And uh, she was born in uh, April of 1962. But she is one of the best bass players I've ever known. Really? Mm -hmm. And I think when I first met her, uh, she was playing with Eddie Adcock, Eddie and Martha Adcock. Yeah, right. And they came through and did a concert. But I just, I literally fell in love with her. And then I met her husband, Ben Surratt. Mm-hmm. And what a great couple! But she's going to be down with us in Winfield. Yeah, we're gearing up for the Winfield Bluegrass. We Festival. really are. Yeah. She was born in Short Gap, West Virginia. That's a great name. <laughs> we were born in Rush Center, <laughs> yeah. Kansas. Dody, Dody, do Yeah. But uh, no, she's and she just uh, has come out of there. Uh, she's been playing bass and touring professionally since she was a teenager, and actually, this bass that she plays. She's, I've seen it many times. She's had that bass, that same bass, since she was a kid. Wow. So, anyway, but anyway, she's got, a, she's got an album she has come out with uh, recently. And I think if I'm doing this right, um, she, now, first of all, she's worked with Mac Wiseman, Kenny Baker, Josh Graves, Eddie and Martha, which I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. But she has worked with um, um, Alison Brown, Becky Buller. Sierra Hull and Molly Tuttle oh, Wow And this is a cut from uh, from that album she's doing uh, I'm just going to play it And we'll talk about it after it's done How's that? Sounds like a deal
3: I was walking down the street today When I thought I heard a tune You used to play And I was swept away just one I saw you from the corner of my eye But it was something familiar But a passerby and I was swept away Now it seems that everything reminds me of those days face and I am swept away Only oh, the other day I thought I heard you speak my name Electricity shot through me but my mind was playing games and I was swept away It's just I can't forget you No I'm not holding on For love that's freely given It's never truly gone And I was swept away Now it seems those days.
1: That's nice. Uh, that's that's a, just a, a great uh, project He's come out. It's uh, an album called Royal Traveler. It's a good one. And we're going to get to see Missy here pretty quick, so I can't wait to see her. You bet. Okay, well, that opens the show, Roger. What's up? Well, you know, uh, we're uh, packing up, getting ready to go to Winfield. Yes, we are. Uh, which we
2: do every year about this time. And so I've been reminiscing, uh, and I ran across a tune uh, that we did uh, with Spontaneous Combustion. It's by a group called uh, King Harvest. King Harvest. They really only had one hit. That's what I'm
1: thinking. They're they were one hit wonders, weren't they? Dancing in the Moonlight. Oh, man. That's, that's such a great... If you're going to only have one hit, yeah, that should a good be one. it. That's a good one. So um, it, it it's kind
2: of interesting because um, I'm still going to count them as Americana. Um, they actually formed in 1969 in Ithaca, New York. And there were four guys, and they kind of did cover tunes. Um, but they broke up for the first time in nineteen seventy one the first time <laughs> yeah okay, all right. And then one by one, they migrated to Paris in that year, really? And then they formed the band King Harvest, actually in Paris as expats. Oh, man, that's cool. so um, but that but that's not the end of the story. At one point, the band consisted of three keyboardists. And one of the guys was uh, an alumni from Cornell, where they all met, Cornell University. And his name was Sherman Kelly, and he's the guy that wrote Dancing in the Moonlight. Okay. Okay. So um, they, uh, so Sherman Kelly's brother, Wells, uh, who would later go on to form the band Orleans. Again. Okay. That's another one of those names out of the past. Names, yeah. right? But he was the one that convinced them to re- revisit Dancing in the Moonlight. They'd kind of tabled it, Right. And so, uh, but he left Paris before the song was recorded. So uh, he he was a drummer. So they brought in a guy uh, named Steve Cutler. He was a jazz drummer. And, uh, uh, but he was also a fellow expat uh, from uh, New York. And they say that he performed the drum and percussion parts on the recording using a toilet scrubbing brush as opposed to traditional drumsticks. <laughs> now, I don't know if it's true or not, but I got to tell you, I don't care. <laughs> it's a great story, but I got to tell you something. Uh, I, I, re, I in researching this, they re-released that um, as uh, a re-release in nineteen uh, in two thousand fifteen. Okay. Okay. And I kind of wanted to use it because it's really cool and it's it's a better recording, but the drums are different. <laughs> you can you can hear they they use real drumsticks in that wow. one for sure. And I was thought about doing a mashup, but it's a little bit different tempo. So anyway, um, so it kind of languished in Paris, but in 1972, uh, it began to generate interest back home in America and so the original four members signed with the perception label and they leased the tune from france's music disc records you know who had the rights Uh on it right and they prepared the group uh, who were now back in Olcott beach new york to record a full-length album titled after the single which it was and uh they went on a lengthy u.s tour and so um uh it you know it's kind of there was one other song borderline that you might recognize that they did but uh Anyway, here's another fun part. In, in looking at it, I stumbled across a an album, and it's called King Harvest, The Prairie Dog's Classic Country. <laughs> Man. And, and two of the original guys recorded this. Uh, it was a country knockoff album and a recording of Looking for Love that later in appeared in the 2014 movie OK Buckaroos, The Life, Music, and Good Times of Jerry Jeff Walker. Good God. It was pretty bad. Uh, there's a lot of good country music to listen, so uh, but, I don't know if we'll listen but to it. No, this is not one of them. <laughs> is it's is not one of them. <laughs> so anyway, let's listen to the original from 1972. And this it, this this song really rings true for me. That was my freshman year of college. And this thing has kind of a spacey, great-sounding intro on it, it as I recall. Yeah. It does. So it's from the album of the same name, King Harvest, Dancing in the Moonlight. We get it
4: almost every night. That a moon gets so big and bright It's supernatural Delight, everybody
2: Takes you to a place. Yeah, yeah. I loved it so
1: much that we did it. That's right. We did it. Yeah, spontaneous combustion. We did it. We may have to touch on that for a while. We might. We might. Yeah. So, Leo, what do you got? Dwayne Eddy. Okay. Okay. He's born on April 26th, 1938. He's most famous for uh, a recording he did called Rebel Rouser. Okay. And I'm not going to mess around. That's what I'm going to play. Okay, cool. but I, I just want to talk a little bit about this first. And a name that comes up in his history is a guy named Lee Hazelwood. Oh, sure, we've done him before. We've done him before, and we talked about him in conjunction with Nancy Sinatra. Yep. All right. So his name keeps coming around, and everything. Yeah. But he he developed a um, a sound on his guitar, right? Mm-hmm. And a, a technique of playing lead on the bass strings to. Produce what they called the a low-reverbent, twangy sound, right? hmm So uh, he, when he was kind of experimenting with the guitars and stuff, uh, he, he uh, went to a, a store, Ziggy's Music, in Phoenix, Arizona. And he uh, obtained a 1957 Chet Atkins model Gretsch 6120. And he had to trade in his Gibson Gull Top. Wow. To get the thing. And he also had to pay it off in payments of $17 a month. <laughs> <laughs> That's a commitment right oh, there. Oh, man, right there. Yeah. And that became, no, think about it. He traded in that Goldtop Gibson to get this other guitar. An amazing thing. So anyway, he just kind of went to work. Well, he, they, they decided to go down and, uh, to Phoenix and do a, a recording. And they really wanted to, he had developed this really open kind of a reverberant sound, right? Well, uh, the Phoenix City, they had no echo chamber. So Lee Hazelwood, who was producing the album, he bought a 2,000-gallon water storage tank and that they used as an echo chamber to accentuate the twangy guitar sound. <laughs> okay, but we'd like to say, I'll right, bring it on in here. We'll just park it in the studio. That's another commitment. It's another commitment. I like that. But basically, uh, Dwayne Eddy was, among other things, he was credited uh, with doing his part uh, to keep the raunchy spirit of rock and roll alive because there was a point at which. You know, people like Pat Boone were trying to, you know, soften it down. Oh yeah, turn that's whole trend. No, no. Dwayne Eddie wasn't having it, man. He was down and dirty with this great, great. Uh, in fact, uh, the uh, when he in the UK, uh, he was voted the world's number one musical personality ahead of Elvis Presley. Oh wow. <laughs> Awesome. Way we'll to go Dwayne. Let's wait to go Dwayne. Oh so anyway, let's, let's just do it, man. His signature tune. This is Dwayne Eddy playing Rebel Rouser. <laughs>
2: I looked that up. It's from the album, Have Twangy Guitar <laughs> <Have> Will travel. <laughs> travel.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> was it like 1958? Yeah. 58, yeah. 58,
2: yeah. That was a good pick, Leo. I oh, like wow. it. Hey, look, we are out of time for this segment. Oh, it's time to take a little break. We've got to take a break. Uh, tomorrow's moving day. As usual. Yep. Yeah, so we've got to go out and uh, police the area.
1: And make sure that we make friends with the neighbors. Uh, well, do some, do some apologizing. Uh, yeah, we have to apologize. Yeah. We and just then, walk in apologizing. Yeah. yeah. That's
2: right. Yeah. That's right. And uh, we need to check that left, left rear inside duel. Yeah, before we get going tomorrow. So, uh, but anyway, we'll be right back. This is the Americana Roadshow right here on
1: Truckers, Truckers Radio USA. Radio. Um mm-hmm. Right here on Truckers Radio USA.
2: Yeah, we're broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park right here in Rifle, Colorado. Rifle, Colorado. Yeah.
1: And we end up in the strangest places. Well, we go where the Dart lands. The Dart lands, right. And they have a Shady Grove Park here, so here we are. But listen, you know me, I like to kind of dig around and find out, you know, where the town It turns out, Roger, we are just about straight west from our home digs out there in in Kansas City. Oh, seriously? Seriously, we're right off I-70 here. And it, it's a, it's it's in Garfield County, uh, Colorado, and it's not again it's not a very big place, right? You know, we, well, we, it's a, m- this, most of the our RV parks are not, not in, in big, in large in big metropolitan right. areas. But the town was actually uh, founded in 1882 by a guy named Abram. Maxfield, and it was incorporated in 1905 along Rifle Creek, and that's where the, the town got its name, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's this guy in 1878, this guy named Nathan Meeker. This is kind of where it goes bad, all right? Oh. Uh, he was appointed the director of the White River Ute uh, Agency. Now, that was an Indian tribe, but they course. were they were nomadic, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was 49, 40 miles or so north of Rifle. Uh, there's a place up there named after him. But he, the problem was, he had absolutely no knowledge whatsoever of the Indian culture huh. of these people he was trying to govern, and so he launched into a campaign that was basically centered uh, on uh, a sedentary agricultural. And European American schooling. <laughs> <laughs> so perfect. This didn't go out well with the oots, man. I bet not they didn't like it. And so uh this clashed, seriously, so he met with some resistance and it all came to a head, get a lot of this, when Meeker, this guy goes out and he had the pasture land and the racetrack for the Oots horses ploughed under. Oh man. Can you imagine they might be a little ticked off about uh, that? Yeah. And so the event that followed is known as the Meeker Massacre. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. This, this, we shouldn't laugh. No, we shouldn't laugh. This yeah. is this is horrible. Yeah, I mean, it really, but it might have been deserved. Well, but the thing is the Oots lost because they got relocated to like, you know, some place in Utah. Yeah. So they were kind of run out of the place. Yeah. Nevertheless, the place has thrived. Uh there was there were always, you know how it is, we've heard these stories growing up between the the clash between the sheep herders and the cattlemen. Mhm. Oh, this is the place. Wow. At, the, at one point, uh one rancher lost 2 thirds of his flock and went bankrupt when competing cowboys drove the sheep over a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. You can't make this stuff, man. Yeah, wow. So anyway,
2: you know, they went from mutton to nut- from <laughs> nutton. From mutton to nutton.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my. But nevertheless, it's a pleasant place. You know, history yeah, began. You know, yeah. they, 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 they did what they had to do, and now they got this beautiful place up here. Anyway, it's a, it's maintained by the city of a Rifle. It's popular with rock climbers. And other attractions uh, near the city, uh, there's a a big state park, uh, fish hatchery. I mean, you know, it's a great place to be. So that sounds like they have turned the corner. Turned the corner. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) Okay, well, listen, I think it's your turn to bring up a song here.
2: Well, it is. Uh, And, you know, uh, I'm in full-on Winfield mode, getting ready for the big festival down there. And, uh, you know, we uh, we took a look at that King, uh, listened to that King Harvest tune. Yes, we did. And uh, you know what? we did that song with spontaneous Are you combustion pull up for years our, our recording and i think we need to give it a listen oh wow this okay. was a favorite uh, of ours and uh, and uh, of of the crowds and uh, people get up and dance and uh, so let's go back and uh, listen to spontaneous combustion this was from our uh, cd blue rock/spontane and our version of dancing in the moonlight
5: Get it almost every night. When that moon gets big and bright, it's a supernatural delight. Everybody was dancing in the moonlight. Everybody here is out of sight. They don't bark, they don't bite, they keep things loose, they keep things light. Everybody. Dancing in the moonlight.
6: Dancing in the moonlight. Everybody's feeling warm and bright. It's such a fine and natural sight. Everybody's dancing in the moonlight.
5: We like our fun and we never fight and stay uptight, it's a supernatural delight. Everybody was dancing in
6: the moonlight. Dancing in the moonlight, everybody's feeling warm and right. It's such a fine and natural sight. Everybody's dancing
5: Out of sight. They don't bark and they don't bite. They keep things loose, they keep things light. Everybody was dancing in the moonlight. Dancing in the
6: moonlight. Everybody's feeling warm and right. It's such a fine and natural sight. Everybody's dancing in the moonlight. Dancing in the moonlight. Everybody's feeling warm and right. It's such a fine and natural sight. Everybody's dancing in the moonlight. Dancing in the moonlight. Everybody's feeling warm and right. It's such a fine and natural sight. Everybody's dancing in the moonlight.
2: Spontaneous Combustion did uh, 21 seasons at Winfield. Oh, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, they called us the Winfield House Band. They did, because Uh, we were everywhere all the time. Yeah, we did did weddings in the Pecan Grove. We played uh, every church in Winfield. We had a proposal on stage three one one year. That's true, we did, Stan. But this particular song used to get everybody always fired up. Well, yeah, and, you know, uh, during the last a cappella part... Uh, we just get everybody standing up and clapping their hands and dancing in the stands. I mean, it was awesome. Get
1: well, up. Yeah. Put your hands in the air. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great time, man. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping to do that some more of that this year. Well, I tell you what, uh, yeah, we're
2: going down pretty soon, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's me too, yeah.
5: Dancing in the moonlight. Everybody's feeling warm and right. It's such a fine and natural sight. Everybody's dancing in the moonlight. Dancing in the moonlight. Everybody's feeling warm and right. It's such a fine and natural sight. Everybody's dancing in the moonlight.
2: Yeah, some fun there. Some fun. And some fun coming up. Oh, yeah, some. I'm looking forward to this, man. Yeah. I'm already packed. I don't know about you. Yeah, I do. too. So, you know, people ask us, they say, Derrieres, uh, why is it that you travel across this great country of ours in that old RV and you stay in these shady grove RV parks? Well, because we don't really have any place else to go until actually right now. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah because, uh, you know, our compadres on Truckers Radio USA have these things called Ranches. ranches, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so they do their shows from the uh, relative comfort of their ranches. I have in my head, I see them in their jammies, possibly jammies. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe a recliner, maybe a recliner, a cup of coffee. Uh-huh. So, for instance, uh, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch in the Dos Cabezas Mountains. We just
1: like to say Dos Cabezas. Yeah, I
2: like prefer to say Dos Cervases. Dos Cervases would yeah. be better. Yes, but that's not the name mm, of nope. the place. Alan Bailey has the Swing and Gate Ranch out in Western Kansas. We've been there. Yes, we have. A Tennessee Jim, uh, the Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills. Hmm.
1: Not so much. Mm, not so much.
2: We're uh, in Fries in the Rock and Banjo Ranch. Oh, we've been there. Yeah. yeah. And you know, uh, we have realized uh, that we actually do have a ranch. We had to have that pointed out to us, yes. actually. Yes. yes. Thank you, to Suzanne, for that. That's and right. Uh, and we do roam this ranch uh, on our RV, which we call
0: Rally,
1: So, uh, you know
2: the great thing about our ranch? I can tell you. It's, it's a, a ranch, ranch without fences. We
1: just go wherever we want. That's right. That's right. Pull up stakes and head for the next town. That's right. Well, Leo, um, I think it's back to you. I want to talk about this lady named Mary Hale Wolseley. All right. And, and it, it, she was born in March of 1899. She passed away in 1969. But she was from Spanish Fork, Utah. All right. All right. And she was a, a songwriter and a lyricist, and she's uh, she was noted for a few songs, but the the one that she was best known for was when it's springtime in the Rockies. Oh, I knew I recognized that name. You knew that name? Yeah. Because we did a thing about her earlier and you mm-hmm. actually recorded a nice uh, did a nice video of that. Well, yeah, we were all involved in that. We were all involved yeah. in that. It. it was a great thing. But she she began uh, rock, songwriting at a young age and by 1934, it says that she had written over 60 songs that had been put, put to music, right? Wow. Well, so um, many of it, some have been published, some not. She was just very prolific. Well, anyway, uh, she, uh, she wrote this song, she, and she sent the lyrics to a guy named uh, Robert Sauer. All right. And, and he, was, uh, he was a leader of a German band and a band director at Brigham Young University. And uh, he took the song, and he made various arrangements of the song for bands and quartets and whatever. And then uh, he tried to get it published, Right. And the song was rejected by like 14 publishers. No way. Wow. Nah, not so much. <laughs> Until, it's set, and he finally got a buyer. It was a, a company called Villa Moray, Inc. All right? So um, so n- she never heard back, right? Um, Mary Hale Woosley never heard back from him. And then one day she hears her song being played. Oh, no. And she goes, she calls the guy up. She goes... Hey, what's up? (laughs) Yeah, what's up with my song? And he goes, "Oh, the dog ate my address book. (laughs) (laughs) I lost your phone number. Yeah, Yeah, whatever." So she kind of confronted him about it, you know. And said, "Come on, man." So he, they did. They worked it out, and uh, he got a publishing deal. And the song was, you know, actually recorded over and over and over. And that brings me to the reason I'm saying all this is because I have created. Guess what? What? A mash Oh,
2: no! He did the mash!
1: He did the monster mash! The monster! It was a graveyard smash. Oh, man. Everybody wanted a piece of this song. <laughs>
2: oh, man. This is great. Yeah. We haven't had a mashup for a
1: long time. No, it's been a while. Yeah. I, I was inspired, though. I can't wait. Now, everybody, like this song was particularly popular with cowboy artists, right? Right. Okay. It's got that great vibe and everything. But uh, it wasn't just cowboys that did it. Uh, this mashup is going to feature, I'm going to just tell you who it is Don Edwards, man, with the smoothest voice in the whole oh, yeah. world, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then Lead Belly. <laughs> okay Oh man, Lead Belly did a number on this song Slim Whitman Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, and the a band you've never heard of I hadn't even Called the Hot Jumpers I can't wait uh, Oh, they're great And this is the Hilo Hawaiian Orchestra from 1930 <laughs> Good uh, A guy named uh, Gordon McRae He was kind of a crooner, right? Okay. Uh, Mo Bandy Awesome We haven't featured him was Sons of the Pioneers, Gene Autry And again, I close it out with the Hot Jumpers Awesome So here, here it comes man This thing's a hot mess Okay <laughs> Here we go This is the spring, when it's springtime in the Rockies The mashup
2: The twilight
0: shadows deepen into night dear The city lights are gleaming or the snow I sit alone beside the cheery fire deer Dreaming dreams from out the long ago I fancy it is springtime in the mountains The flowers with their colors are aflame And every day I hear you softly sing, I'll wait until the springtime comes again in the spring, time in the rock game.
4: Dave, I'm coming back home to you.
6: To the sweetheart. Yes, I love you.
0: fire dear, I'm dreaming dreams from out the long ago. I
4: fancy it is springtime in the Rockies, the flowers with their colors all aflame,
0: and every day I hear you softly say wait until the springtime comes again, when it's springtime in the rockies.
1: song. That should be it. That was great, Leo. I like the hot jumpers, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, they're good. Yeah, I got to look them up. Oh, they're, they're crazy, man. Yeah. Hey,
2: you know what? Oh, wow. I think we've about burned up our time on this segment. We
1: may have burned up our whole stay here at <laughs> the Shady Grove. <laughs> it's, it's been some fun, <laughs> though, I got to tell you. But well, we
2: got to take a breather and uh, give Martha a chance to talk a little bit. But uh, this is the American and Rose Show right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio. Radio.
1: USA <laughs> Whoa, look, out. look out. Back up. We're backing up. That's what we do. Well, we are the Derriers. We, we are the Derriers. That's what we do, yeah. We don't have to make that noise when we back. We just like We'd to We'd like do it. to. Yeah.
2: I mean it isn't on our RV. We just open the windows. We'll go
7: beep beep. <laughs>
2: just ticks it's off a, at every... It's especially good at like 2 in the morning. This is why we have to give away a lot of beer. Yeah, Dad yeah. always says, uh, if somebody's mad at you, give them beer. Give them beer. Yeah. You know, because
1: so, what's the best kind of beer, Roger? Free, free beer. beer. Yeah, that's exactly. what it is.
2: So this is the part of the show where we like to uh, kindly ask uh, people... Uh, suggest, maybe... Uh, implore... Beg. beg, yeah, yeah we're We, gonna, we're we gonna beg, beg people yeah. to go to our website. Please uh, do. All of them. The one for this uh, show
1: is thedairyers.com the By no means to, should you go to Dairiers. No, don't do that. If you do that, you're on your own. You're on your own, yeah. yeah. It's thedairyers.com we, it. we disavow and, any knowledge yes. of that website. Yeah. And um, the, uh, the other one for our band is... Three Trails West with the number three—that's our band website, right? And we got a lot of good music and fun stuff and pictures and everything on there. Oh
2: yeah, on uh, actually on both si- uh, sites you'll find a lot of content, content. Yes, and if you go look at it, we're sure you will be contented. contented
1: but there's so much of it, you could become uh, confused, confused. In which case, you should. Contact, contact us, us, and we'll get you straightened out.
2: Yeah, so uh, there are contact us tabs on uh, both websites. And people
1: have been contacting we us. We have been getting we contact We have been. Us, uh,
2: Submissions, they're called. That's right. And uh, that's really great to hear from people. We get a lot of great ideas. And uh, if you want to get directly to us, you can use our fancy email addresses. Mine is roger, no D, at thederriers.com. And
1: mine is Leo, also, no D, at Darriers.com.
2: Right. And if you go to the Americana Roadshow tab uh, on our Darriers website, uh, you can find all of our past episodes there. You can download them and listen to them at your leisure, preferably in your leisure in suit. In your
1: leisure suit. If you're extra cool. We're talking double-knit polyester. Yeah, yeah. Now, listen, a lot of folks that we know are going to be headed for the Walnut Valley Festival in Winfield. Yep. And if you've got a long re- road trip to make while you're going there... Download the Air shows. This will burn it up. You let's get, get you there across the country, way across At this the country. Point. Because uh, you
2: know why? Why? Um, we just started our second year.
1: You know that's it's funny. It wow. kind of blew by. With this is know. our
2: fifty-third episode,
1: and we kind of decided before uh, we got into it, we said, "What? How long can we go without repeating an artist?" Right. And we went a an year enti- an entire year. And uh, how many songs was it, I Roger? believe it was 494 tunes. 494 yeah. tunes with as many artists. Yes. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it was a, it was a it was a great year. Well, no. we said there there's a lot of music out there and there certainly is. And there still is. And there
2: still is. Yeah. So, um Leo, this is um uh let's see, I think it's my turn. Don't make me repeat myself. Okay. Okay, it's your it turn. It's my turn. It's your okay. turn. So, we recently uh took a trip up to uh I took a trip with my family up into Wisconsin, up at Bayville, which is way north, right up on Lake Superior. And I checked in uh, with our buddy, um, uh, Dave and Helen. Yes. Because uh, they live in Wisconsin. They're up in those parts, yeah. yeah uh, Dave Irwin. And and I said, well, are you going to be playing in the air? And he goes, hey, man, that's like seven hours from it's us. A, it's a big state. <laughs> They're on the other end. <laughs> but he said, you got to go to the Big Top Chautauqua. Okay. And it is a really cool venue. It's a it's a, a ski uh run. But but during summertime, the summer, time. It's yeah. summertime and they put up a big circus tent and they bring in awesome bands. Okay. And we went to see John Hyatt and the Jerry Douglas band. Oh man, what a what a bill. And you know, uh you know we don't us we don't get to go to many live concerts. Well they don't they don't
1: I mean that's why we move around so much. (laughs) That's right.
2: (laughs) I did yeah, I guess I did kinda say that. But uh but anyway, uh man, so Jerry Douglas uh he has uh teamed up with a couple of young hot pickers and I'm sorry I don't have their names in front of me, fiddle player and a guitar player, and they just came out and tore it up for like an hour. But you
1: told me they didn't have a bass player No bass
2: player. Then they took a short break, and then who should come out but uh, John Hyatt? Oh man! And still no bass player. Oh come on! I tell you. And I, so they have just released an album, and it's called "Leftover Feelings." And man, it is some great stuff. It's just kind of uh, kind of rhythm and blues, and a lot of bluegrass feel in it, and it's great stuff. And the the first cut on it is just great. Let's give it a listen. From John Hyatt and the Jerry Douglas Band, Long Black Electric Cadillac.
0: I got a long black electric Cadillac. she go a thousand miles on the charge. I got a long black electric Cadillac. she go a thousand miles on the charge. I'm running subterranean air conditioning rain my backyard I went onm headed out west just to see a baby on I to stop twice along the way I went I'm headed out west just to see a baby on have to stop twice along the way to get my groceries I want time to charge up my engine, baby. I've been running artificial intelligence ever since I was a little boy I've been running artificial intelligence, baby ever since I was a little boy But they couldn't touch my pride electric Cadillac I can drive from the back right up to the front I got a big black electric Cadillac I can drive from the back right up to the front Got electric fireplace set on my dashboard Can warm your heart any way you want official, baby He was saying something so obscene I was talking to a elected official, baby He was saying something so obscene Had to run it on down to Jackson Just to keep my motor clean
1: That's, that's really cool. That is getting down the road music that right is there. That's definitely good. Jerry yeah. Douglas, man, what a guy. He basically reinvented the Dobro. He, d- he did. <laughs> I remember, um, you know, the first time I saw him, he was playing with uh, um, uh, who was it he was with? Uh, I saw him with Bela Fleck several times. Right. But I, then I was at IBM A in the early days and I saw him do a solo on the banks of the Ohio River in Owensburg. Wow. Uh, Owen, Owensboro. What a guy, man. Yeah. He's a real yeah. talent. Well, Leo, I think it's back to you. I, I don't know exactly how to to deal with this next thing. I, I've been, kinda, <laughs> well, I've kind of putting off doing it because I'm really pushing the envelope on our, you know, definition of Americana here. Okay. All okay. right. Uh, this gal was actually an a American-born artist. Okay. Her name was uh, Josephine Baker, and she was born uh, Frida Josephine McDonald in. Uh, in uh, she was born in St. Louis, but listen aside from the fact that this was this woman was an incredible entertainer there's an area a, a, a mystique about her because she had all kinds of lives that she did but let me just she was renowned as a dancer okay, okay. totally exotic african american woman and um, she uh, she was most, one of the most celebrated performers to headline in the reviews of the Foils berger in in paris because she emigrated to France because she uh, was the, she was tired of dealing with uh, all the racism in yep. the United States, right? Yep. a lot of a lot
2: of there was lot a lot of, of it during African that time. Americans did that.
1: That's right, and this is during the Roaring Twenties, and I mean mm-hmm. she was like a flapper extraordinaire, you know. Wow. So her shows uh, were pretty interesting. Let's put it that way. Uh, an incredible singer, but she was uh, kind of quirky too. Uh, in fact, in some of her um, shows in Paris, she was often accompanied by on stage by her pet cheetah, whose name was Chiquita, <laughs> and, <laughs> and he was adorned with a diamond collar. And sometimes he escaped into the orchestra pit, and the musicians <laughs> would just freak out. Yeah, I would. <laughs> it said it would said it terrorize the musicians, another adding another element of excitement to the show. Of course, as you can imagine. Now, we get a lot of this in, in September of 1939. When France declared war on Germany in response to the invasion of Poland, mm-hmm. um, she was recruited by uh, the French Military Intelligence Agency as an honorable correspondent. Now, her, her, um, she was such a famous person. And such a charmer that she could just like slide through all of these, you know, high end top security and stuff like that. Man, she'd go and socialize and just talk these guys up and they just spill their guts. <laughs> <laughs> and she, wow. Spy. So she, she attended parties and gathered information, uh, like in places like the Italian embassy and the Japanese. Man, she was, and here's notes were written. I read this. This is great. Notes were written in invisible ink. On her baker's sheet, on her sheet music. Awesome. This is how she smuggled this information out to the Allies. <laughs> this is great. So, she was a, just an amazing woman. So uh, But like I say, she spent most of her time in Europe. But I, as far as I'm concerned, she's America on all the way, man. And uh, uh, the song uh, I want to feature here uh, is this beautiful tune. It's called I, French Is Not My Strong Suit. I think it's pronounced Gedeaux Amours, okay? Let's listen to Josephine Baker. What an amazing woman.
7: Où ces jours enchantés Et sur les grands arbres noirs Chaque soir Vers elle s'en va tout Mon espoir J'ai deux amours
1: Story That's though, beautiful. Man. Oh man, interesting yeah. lady.
2: Nice. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's your turn. It is my turn. So, this is a song that I featured early on. Uh, the original of this tune, which was uh, by the Far Brothers from Sons of Pioneers, the
1: uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah, fiddle Carl Fiddle tune, yeah, and, uh, yeah.
2: So, um, but this is um, from a, an album that our, our buddy Bill Dye turned us on to. Um, by Susie Spencer Marshall, and uh, and the compilation is called Tall Boots. Now tell everybody who, 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 who Susie Spencer is. Okay, well she is um, the granddaughter of Tim Spencer, exactly uh, From of the Sons of Pioneers. Right, yes. he wrote uh, many, many of their songs, and so she has put this compilation together. These were songs that were originally written for Western movies of the '30s and '40s. They never made it to the final film, or were cut, or you know, and they've never been released. So, um, but some of them uh, she does with her band, and they are—it's a hot picking bunch. I, I've, I've the heard group. these recordings. And, yeah, they're... and so we don't need to talk about it anymore. Let's give it a listen. This is from Tall Boots, Susie Spencer Marshall, the Howlin' Pup.
1: I heard that song uh, we were turned on to it by our friend Betsy Ellis yeah it's a great tune man it's it's a great tune and and I tell you I didn't think I would ever like
2: a version more than the original by um, the Marx Brothers Uh, but that that's just a great picking and playing and it really is um, man I I love the tune anyway it's
1: a good tune yeah Yeah. really up tempo yeah well Leo
2: you know uh, this has been a
1: A lot of fun. (laughs) This has been kind of a whacked (laughs) out. I can't wait to hear what this sounds like. Oh boy, we have to go back and listen to what we've done here. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: uh, well, we got some gearing up to do and uh, getting ready to uh, head to Winfield, but not just yet. Not just yet. Yeah, we got got a few
1: little things to do
2: first. Yeah, we do. Which is, uh, we got to figure out where we're going. That's true. Yeah. So it's time. I can't remember who's doing uh, what. See, Um, I I get the map, and
1: uh, and you, you, uh, I throw the dart. You throw the dart this way. Okay. So go get the map. You know where it is. Uh, Yeah, it's in the. It's back, the back there, yeah. What, I how tried to bring end up forward? with a rake? I don't know. Where did you get a rake? I don't, we don't need a rake. Okay. I just, if all it was right, on okay. sale of the true value,
2: I did okay. fine. Okay. okay, here's the, I got the map. I okay, There the you okay. go. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep.
1: Careful, careful. It's so, look it's at that thing. Very it's very messy. Mess. Okay. It really is. All right. You I think I there? got it in place. Okay, all right.
2: Uh, now, uh, get the dart. Oh, wait a minute. It's back in the spoon drawer. Yeah, no, it's uh, second spoon drawer. Oh,
1: second drawer. spoon okay. drawer. Okay. I got it. I got it. Find I it. it. Yep, I got it. Okay, now <clears> get <throat>
2: over there in the circle. Uh, okay, I hate okay. this part. I know. You get a little discombobulated. Hang on. You ready? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh. Okay, we Ooh. went north. North where? Uh, uh, up in Montana. I'm just glad I hit the wall. I know. Good job. Uh Cutbank, Montana. Cut Bank, Montana. That sounds like a fun place. I like the name. Yeah. Yeah. Cut Bank. Okay. Okay. Well, good. Well, let's. Uh, we got yeah, a little bit of packing up to do. Absolutely. We'll head out in the morning. We get, go do some apologizing before we leave. <laughs> and we do that with what? Beer. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, Uh, We'll be back next week. I got a whole bunch of them saved up, and I'm sure you do do too. too. I
1: do too. It's going to be a fun week. All right. Well, this is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Truckers Radio USA. USA. And look out behind you. It's the Derriers. Derriers.